With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey everyone, my name is Chris Lambert and on this channel we talk Kanye West and check this. Today we are talking this theory that Kanye wore this black mask at the DMX memorial service because he was inspired by the 1836 short story by Nathaniel Hawthorne called The Minister's Black Veil. So we're going to get into the origins of this, what the story is, why people think that this is going on, and whether or not it has any merits whatsoever. Hmm. But you can see uh, We're All Water tweeted, breaking Kanye's been covering his face and will continue to do so because of the Nathaniel Hawthorne classic, The Minister's Black Veil. And this is coming from the fact that Donda's Place, a popular Instagram account, had posted this to a story that's just the Wikipedia entry for The Minister's Black Veil. And you can see it was uh, originally posted by Hiridiagihi. I think I nailed that. Uh, and that was that was kind of it it was just like oh see Kanye the mask this is where it's coming from and went from Instagram to Reddit Reddit to Twitter and I don't know how many people are actually buying into this or even interested in it but that's kind of the origins and you can see here uh, Kanye had had this mask on a few days prior uh, during a photo shoot for Seekings, which we'll go over that in a second too. But you can see here, this is one of the masks. Uh, this is a second mask that has this panther on it. And then this is him at the DMX memorial service busting these masks out. Uh, in a couple photos you can see, and there are a few more. But that's kind of the, the foundation for this theory. Now, getting into the minister's black veil itself, uh, the story goes that there's this uh, minister in this small town, and one day he just shows up wearing this black veil. And the veil only goes down to, like, here, right? It covers this much. You can still see his mouth. And he gives his normal sermon, and it causes quite a stir. People are like, I don't know what this is, but... Huh, a little weird. And then after the sermon, he goes to a funeral and people are less weirded out at the. <laughs> people are less weirded out at the funeral than they were at the uh, service because you expect to see something like that at a funeral. It's mourning, right? But after the funeral, he goes to a wedding. And at the wedding, everybody's like, oh, this is really weird. Why is he doing this? We don't like this. He's making all of us uncomfortable and bringing the mood down. And then the dude goes home and his fiance is like, hey, why are you doing this? Like, take your mask, like your veil off. Show me your face. And he goes, no, I can't do that. Uh, when we die, we can be veilless or I'll be veilless. But until then, I'm wearing the veil in public, private, no matter where, no matter what. And she's like, well, at least show me your face one time. And he says, no. So she leaves him. And the story kind of jumps ahead to this guy being on his deathbed and they want to take the veil off of him then. And one of the reasons why this is a little scandalous is the fact that usually people don't do this unless they are making up for some kind of sin. So people wondered if he committed some sin that he wasn't speaking about, if there was some like, 
uh, tea that needed spilled that he just was punishing himself for but not wanting to admit to. And people kind of left it alone after a period of time. It's They said that it actually made his uh, preaching much better than it was. And he actually became more popular uh, kind of as this attraction because it gave everything he said a little bit of gravity. But at the very end of the story, when he's on his deathbed, he gives this speech. Uh, you can see here, Father Hooper's breath heaved. It rattled in his throat. But with a mighty effort, grasping forward with his hands, he caught hold of life and held it back till he should speak. And, you know, he's on his deathbed, right? Uh, he even raised himself in bed, and there he sat, shivering with the arms of death around him, while the black veil hung down, awful at that last moment, in the gathered terrors of a lifetime. And yet the faint, sad smile, so often there, now seemed to glimmer from its obscurity and linger on Father Hooper's lips. Why do you tremble at me alone, cried he, turning his veil face his veiled face round the circle of pale spectators, bunch of people in the room, tremble also at each other. Have men avoided me and women shown no pity and children screamed and fled only for my black veil. I mean, all these people have judged me and reacted to me just because I have this veil on. What but the mystery which it obscurely typifies has made this piece of crepe so awful. When the friend shows his inmost heart to his friend, the lover to his best beloved, when man does not vainly shrink from the eye of his creator, loathsomely treasuring up the secret of his sin, then deem me a monster for the symbol beneath which I have lived and die. I look around me and lo, on every visage a black veil. So essentially he's saying that people hide things all the time. They hide things from friends, they hide things from lovers, and they most certainly hide things from God. We carry around this sin all the time and this the secret sin without ever actually expressing it and unburdening ourselves. But he made it explicit by putting this veil on and it causes all this stir and causes people to shirk and shrink from him. And I think the idea that he's getting at is that if people were to be a little bit more forthright because everybody is wearing this veil and causing then, whether they know it or not, a distance between themselves and others that creates this isolation in life the same way that he has been isolated from his community just from wearing this veil. If people were to take down their veils and open their hearts to one another, right, then we would have this greater world that we could live in which is kind of the ultimate message of this story uh yeah that's kind of it <laughs> um how does that apply to kanye then i don't know i mean he's wearing a mask here that covers his entire face right it's not a veil that goes down to here and he's not wearing it all the time there was a complex story that came out about the dmx memorial service and kanye was going around without the mask on it was only when he was on stage or when he was going to be in photos that he put the mask on. So maybe there's something to the idea that he read the story and in public now, he or whenever he's on camera, he's going to have the mask on. But it's not like he's dedicating <laughs> this, uh, making this a 24-7 thing. And I think some of the connection, too, is just because Kanye's leading Sunday service. So he's then seen, I mean, he's leading Sunday, he is. But he's then seen as a minister of some sort right so putting on this veil i feel like it's just something that somebody that recently read the story or remembered the story or is even like in school learning about the story sees kanye in this mask is like oh connection but 
there isn't any formal connection at this point. Kanye could have the mask on just because he likes wearing the mask and what it typifies, much like when he was on the Yeezus tour. Nobody thought that this was somehow connected to the minister's black veil at the time, more so just kind of hiding behind a mask, playing a character, all these other concepts that <laughs> have like significance and symbolism and meaning that are tied to wearing a mask that have nothing to do with that story. I mean, it could just be that he felt he was at a funeral and that this was more appropriate than wearing uh, the cloth mask that's over the face. Or it might be that he's tired of the cloth, cloth masks and just thinks this looks cooler. And I'm not typically one that we have to wait for the author or the artist to say something about a work to know that there's a connection. If you've ever listened to our podcast, we read into uh, things all the time when it comes to references and symbolism and what these things could mean. But we also almost 99% of the time base those things on an actual connection, whether it's a reference to something, a line of dialogue and shared imagery, some kind of uh, accepted concept or connection between like wearing a mask and what that could mean uh, on Yeezus, right? But this, there's no direct connection to the Minister's Black Veil at all to really say, oh, that's what Kanye is going for. We don't know if he's ever even read the story. So I would think it's really a stretch to make the connection that this has anything to do with the short story at this time. There could be more information that comes out and we're like, oh, man, because we know that Kanye has been meeting with uh, pastors and preachers and does like private lessons uh, where he goes over the Bible and stories in the Bible. It's not hard to imagine that during those conversations with somebody, they might bring up Nathaniel Hawthorne, who had so many stories that dealt with uh, society and religion, whether it was the Scarlet Letter or Minister's Black Veil or that one other one that was pretty popular where what the wife's name was Hope. The guy goes into the woods and there's witches and demons and stuff. I should remember what that is, but uh, Kanye may have heard of those stories at some point in time. There's the potential for it, but I just don't see how we go from this to this at this point in time. So interesting theory, a fun theory, but not something that I would seriously get behind at this point in time. But if you're curious about the masks, uh, Kanye was modeling for the Seeking Spring-Summer 2021 collection. So you can see he's wearing the signature trucker jacket in oil green velvets and the acid green spray t-shirts. And this was posted six days ago, it looks like. So a few days before the memorial service. Oh no, one week ago. Okay, so seven days ago on April 19th. So it seems like Kanye already had the mask on. Maybe he knew he was preparing for the memorial service, but it was at least something he was doing during these photo shoots. And the Seekings brand actually comes from Mark Seekings, who had worked with Kanye in the past. Uh, yeah, Seekings recalls his first days in the Donda orbits. Um, we had actually talked about him before at some point. Uh, and then Kanye just started working with him and his brand uh, once he broke out from Donda and started in on his own thing. So if you want to listen to this interview from 2017 with Mark Seekings, uh, you can. <laughs> There'll be a link down in the comments section. 
And that's pretty much it for this uh, video. But if you're enjoying the channel and you want to support us, the easiest way is to like, subscribe, and comment, as those things tell YouTube this is a channel people engage with and enjoy, so then they show it to more people, which goes a long way in terms of helping us uh, with the algorithm, <laughs> right? The uh, almighty algorithm of YouTube. But if you want more analysis, specifically our line-by-line -line song analysis that will change forever how you listen to Kanye's music, uh, that's available on iTunes and wherever else you listen to podcasts. We are one of only a few podcasts on Tidal as well. So if you have Tidal, uh, we're on there <laughs> too. Uh, and you can see that our latest episode, Champion, uh, just came out. This is our second time through graduation as we just wanted to go back through and do some more justice to what we learned the first time through. And we are having some tremendous breakthroughs, especially covering Champion and the sample on here is just amazing in how it kind of uh, elaborates on what the song is doing. So listen to this and you'll never listen to Champion or graduation the same way again. I can promise you that. We also have our movie analysis website where we explain movie endings and themes in detail. Uh, these are some of the best explanations of the movies that we've talked about that you'll read on the internet. So if you're curious in any of the movies here, uh, we're posting at least one new big explanation a month. Uh, as well as secondary pieces throughout the month. So you can check those out. And then also we co-wrote the current season of Dissect, which is on Yeezus and the New Slaves episode just came out. And this episode is 67 minutes long, which is pretty long in the world of Dissect. And it is an amazing episode. One of the highlights of the season and getting into this great run from New Slaves to Hold My Liquor to I'm In It to Blood on the Leaves, which I think is some of the best work Travis and I have ever done in terms of analysis. And then you add in the outstanding perspective that Cole has on production and tying together our lyrical analysis with the insights that he has in terms of Kanye's discography and Kanye's production. And this is just a killer, killer episode that's gotten a lot of great feedback. So uh, I encourage you to go check out any or all of these things. Uh, but until next time, stay wavy and keep it loopy. Cheers. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.